So glad you're here worshiping with us this morning. I just pray that you'll turn your heart into mind, your mind toward God as we sing to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Isn't that such wonderful truth that we have? That right there is the gospel, and that's wonderful. Well, good morning. Welcome to the Ridge online stream. We are so glad that you chose to join us this morning. Uh, you're maybe watching a little bit later. We're glad that you're joining us with us too. Whether you're a Ridge member or a regular attender or someone just shared this link with you and you're watching, man, we are so glad that you chose to join us. And I just want to say I'm so thankful for these guys leading us each week the way they have been doing. It's just been great. Such a so great 
awesome to be able to have this experience each morning. We hope that you guys are doing well. This morning, I'm wearing my lucky cardinal shirt, hoping that that's a sign of things to come, that good things are coming for us this summer, right? We've got to have hope, right? We're going to be back together someday. Uh, gathered together, and it's going to be awesome, and I'm looking so forward to that. We've got some things that we're also looking forward to in the next couple of weeks. Uh, on Mother's Day, we're going to have our, our baby dedication. Look for an email with instructions about that, and then next Sunday, uh, we're going to honor our seniors. We know that it's been kind of weird for you seniors who have finished off your senior year at home, and we just want to honor you and say we're proud of your achievement. Just because you're not doing it at school doesn't mean that you haven't achieved what you have done, and we just want to honor you for that. Uh, we're excited to continue in worship, uh, and so I'm going to pray, and this great band, this great worship team is going to continue to lead us. So pr if you would, pray with me. Father, Lord, we do just love you. We praise your name. We praise you for all that you have done, all that you continue to do, all that you want to do in our lives, God. God, we are looking forward uh, to what hope you are going to bring. Um, God, we know that in some ways this is a dark time for, for us and a dark time for our country, um, but you are the light of the world. You are the hope that we have. And so, Lord, we look to you for things to come, but also for right now, what you're doing and how that you're working and how you're drawing people to you in this darkness. You are the light. And we thank you that your light shines in the darkest places. Lord, as we continue to worship you this morning, may we worship you in spirit and truth wherever we're at. In your name we pray. Amen. Like holy 
What a beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a beautiful name it is. Nothing compares to this. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus. What a beautiful name it is. The
Isn't God good? Wow. So glad that we have a church family that we can worship such a great God with. And here are some more of those selfies. Thank you. You are a blessing from God. Friends here on earth and one day in heaven. God knows we all need some help on the way. That's why I say you are a blessing from God. God puts us here for a lifetime. It's not always easy to do. So he sends his friends at the right time to help us to see the way through. Enjoy or in sorrow to find hope for tomorrow to remind us to always be true. God gives us friends, a lifetime of friends, and I'm glad he gave me you. You are a blessing from God. Friends here on earth and one day in heaven. God knows we all need some help on the way. That's why I say you are a blessing from God. You've made a difference, I'm sure more than you'll ever know. You planted seeds and left footprints in places few others would go many trees you have planted now have their own branches spreading hope to the people they meet touching more hearts who are touching more hearts a continuing legacy you are a blessing from god friends here on earth and one day in heaven god knows we all need some help on the way that's why i say you are a blessing from god you are a blessing from god friends here on earth and one day in heaven God knows we all need some help on the way. That's why I say you are a blessing. I thank God each day for you are a blessing. That's why I say you are a blessing from God. Good morning, Ridge family. We appreciate you tuning in this morning as we worship together. I appreciate the, the worship praise team. I also want to thank all of you who sent in the selfies. And we really do appreciate the men and women who are serving on the front lines during the COVID-19. And every year our church does something, a little thank you that we like to give back. And we want to do the same this year. We actually have some gift cards to some local restaurants. And we want to make those available. So if you're a member of the Ridge family, connected to the Ridge family, we want you to let us know. We want to get you a gift card just as a small way of saying thanks. If we have extra gift cards, we want to make those available to extended family or maybe you have someone in your neighborhood someone in your community your circle of influence that you would like to provide one to we would love to do that so again we just really really appreciate all of our first responders and again for all that you do in putting your life out there I just want to just kind of go back to some of my favorite uh, pictures that were sent in and these came from some of the younger folks and we just appreciate them taking time just to say thanks and so again we had a lot of people send texts emails and those kind of things but there's something about when a child does it that just makes it kind of special so again we appreciate all the young people who took time 
to send a thank you in to our first responders. I also want to just kind of share on uh, coming up the next couple Sundays on Sunday, May 3rd, which will be next Sunday, we're going to again recognize our graduating seniors, whether from high school or college. And so if you could send in uh, a picture, we would love that. We want to try to get some information. I know Brad and Brett are putting together a little packet to give something back to you. And so we'll need to get a little bit of information from you because they're kind of personalized a packet. And so we'd love to have your picture. Also next week, we're going to recognize teachers, educators. And so we would encourage you also to send in a picture, whether you are an educator or you want to send in a picture of your favorite teacher or educator. We'd love to do that as well. And also coming up in two weeks will be Mother's Day. And so we're encouraging you to get some pictures of your moms and again be be creative maybe something you want to say as a way of saying thanks so that'll be two weeks from today as we celebrate Mother's Day also on Mother's Day and let me back up here I went forward one we're going to have baby dedication which we normally have every year on Mother's Day this year is going to be a little bit different because we're actually going to record the dedication on Wednesday May 6th at 5 p.m. So we're going to record it right here in the sanctuary. We're going to do it in a way that everybody is separated out. We're going to call uh, one family at a time with the baby. We're going to pray over without touching and present uh, the parents a little packet that Robin helps put together. We appreciate Robin Girling. And so again, if you're interested in dedicating a baby this year, give us a call at the office. We'll get you all the specific information, but we're going to air it on Mother's Day, which again will be Sunday, May 10th, but we're going to record it on Wednesday, May 6th. So we would love to have you be a part of that. So again, if you have any questions, just give the church a call. A couple of my favorite selfies this week. First of all, uh, Brittany Larson sent this in of Josiah, and this is what she wrote, Josiah enjoying the message. Now, I don't know if he's enjoying it or he's reaching up to turn it off. I'm not sure but I appreciate the selfie. I always love when children are involved in the picture. So love those little children. I love uh, Josiah there just reaching up and just worshiping God. So anyway, great pick. We appreciate Brittany sending that in. And then Leon and Sherry Weidman, they got a little bit creative. You know, you're, have to, you're supposed to have six feet in between you. So they have six feet in between them. I'm not sure what the spatula thing is. They came by and said something, but that went over my head. But appreciate Leon Sherry, the creativity of coming up with that selfie. Pretty amazing. Then a couple just on the lighter side, uh, Eric Bratz sent this in, an antivirus mask. I thought that was pretty creative. And so again, if you're not laughing, maybe we have different sense of humor. But I thought it was pretty, pretty creative. The last one, and this was sent in by Brenda Crimmins, a friend of ours uh, from a few years back at a former church. But this is a picture, and it said, Quarantine Day 26. If only I had bought food rather than 1,100 rolls of toilet paper. And so again, if you've been to the store trying to find toilet paper, you can appreciate that particular picture. So we again appreciate the humor. It's good to be able to laugh together in the middle of this COVID-19. There's plenty to be serious about, but it's also good to laugh along the way as well. This morning we're going to look again in Philippians chapter 4. I want to read the text from last week and then we're going to look at a couple new verses. So I'm going to ask you if you will to join me as you're uh, viewing this, let's read together from Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 9. Join me. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness, gentleness be made known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, Meditate on these things, the things which you have learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace 
will be with you. Let's take a minute and just review from last week. Last week, again, we looked in chapter 4, verse 4, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. As Paul was writing from a Roman prison, he's writing to the church at Philippi, and even in a Roman prison, he is encouraging them to rejoice in the Lord always. Charlene Eastman sent this uh, text to me, and she says to me, God has a sense of humor. I had lunch under a tree for some quiet time with the Lord reading his word. While pondering God's word, plop, a bird bombed me. I said, seriously? But then quickly laughed because it hit my shoulder and not my Bible. Now, the bird and, and the, I, I, the effects I've kind of added here, this is just a picture of Charlene, but I appreciate her attitude. And so again, to think to be reading the Bible and have a bird bomb you, but she had a good sense of humor. You know, even again, in the middle of this COVID-19, I think it's possible to rejoice in the Lord Always. So I appreciate Charlene sharing that story. Last week we talked about being anxious for nothing. And again, that word anxious means to worry, have anxiety, to be concerned. It literally means to be pulled in different directions. And even as a Christian and we're trying to walk in the Spirit, and there's so many things out here that we're trying to uh, follow as well. And so we actually just feel like we're being pulled in a lot of different directions, and that creates a lot of anxiety and worry. And so again, I love this little picture of the guy kind of being pulled in all different directions, has his right hand on faith, his left hand on the Bible, and yet there's so many stress factors in, the, in his life. And that's how I think every day that we live, there's just a lot going on, and it's possible to get stressed out. And so Paul says, be anxious for nothing. So again, very beautiful picture. And uh, last week we talked about Jesus giving the example of the birds of the air, the lilies of the field, and the grass of the field. You know, I thought about this week, you know, God's creation, the only part of God's creation that really worries is us. Isn't it kind of amazing that the animals don't worry, the lilies of the field don't worry, the grass doesn't worry. And this week when I cut the grass, I was actually thinking about this passage. But isn't it amazing of all God's creation, the only part of God's creation that has a tendency to worry is mankind. And so Jesus is, is trying to encourage us here, as Paul was in the book of Philippians, do not worry. Don't stress out. If God takes care of the birds of the air, the lilies of the field, the grass of the field, God cares about every detail of your life. So again, I just want to remind you today, God knows and God cares about every detail. Do not be anxious for anything. But then he goes on to say, pray about everything with thanksgiving. And this was a great story I saw that I want to pass on when we talk about having a thankful heart. This is a story of a 93-year-old man in Italy. He was asked to pay $539.76 to pay the cost of using a respirator for one day in the hospital. And when he heard that, he began to cry. And the doctor, having a little compassion, said, don't cry, don't cry. And then the man went on to say this, I don't cry for the money I have to pay because I can afford it. I cry because I've been breathing God's air for 93 years and I've never paid for it. I've never thanked God for this before. That's a pretty amazing story. You know, to think that God's provision is so amazing that sometimes we take it for granted. And when I read this story and saw this guy crying, just thinking about the goodness of God, I just want you right where you are just to take a deep breath of air and just to realize that God provides all that for us. And so again, Paul says, be anxious for nothing, but pray about everything and be thankful. Have a thankful heart for all that God provides in your life and then last week we talked about the peace of God guarding your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus don't worry about anything pray about everything and when we begin to do that the peace of God 
will guard our heart and mind. And again, last week we talked about a picture. And most of us, if we're being honest, most of us picture peace as everything being calm out here. But this, to me, is not really a picture of peace. Now, it is in one way, because everything's very, very peaceful. But again, last week I showed you this story of the storm. There's a, a forest fire going on, a lightning strike. I mean, it's dark. This seems to be everything but what we would think of as peace. But in the middle of this, down in the lower middle on the left, there's this bird singing. And I believe, a more, again, a more biblical definition of peace is not everything being calm out here, but in the middle of the craziness and the storms of life, that we can be at peace and that we can sing and have a thankful heart. That's why I believe Jesus, when they were going across the sea, he was asleep in the stern while the disciples were all stressed out. I think it's possible to have the peace of God as we navigate through these days, while everybody around us, again, may be all stressed out, we can have the peace of God. And I believe God wants us to experience that. And so today I want to just kind of follow up with the next couple verses. Again, don't worry about anything. Pray about everything, and the peace of God will guard your heart and mind. And then he goes on to talk about the mind and how important it is to get rid of some stinking thinking and to have a right attitude in our mind. Let's go back again and just look at verse 8. He says, finally, brethren. And by the way, how many of you know when a preacher says finally, it doesn't really mean anything. He actually said finally at the beginning of chapter 3 and, and gave two more chapters. But this is, I think, the final finally in the book of Philippians. But he says, finally, brethren, and then I'm just kind of condensing it. He says, whatsoever things are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report, if there's any virtue and praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And so Paul is telling them that as we move forward in the Christian life, our thought process is really, really important. And that word meditate there, the Amplified Bible says this, Think continually on these things, center your mind on them, and implant them in your heart. And so that word meditate means to really, really just meditate, to think about something over and over and ponder it in our heart. And by the way, I gave you here an example of meditation because we all know what meditation is. Worry is a form of meditation. Now, it's negative meditation, but worry helps us understand that we can be consumed with something literally 24 hours a day. But that's not the kind of thinking Paul's talking about. But he says, let your mind, let the meditation, let the things that are really on your mind be the things of God. Let that fill your mind and your thought process. And so about the human brain here, just it's amazing how God has created us as humans. And just a few thoughts about the brain. It weighs about three pounds. It uses about 20% of the blood and oxygen that our body produces. It's about 73% water. It contains roughly 86 billion cells. It reaches full maturity at age 25. And so at age 63, I'm way, way beyond that. So those of you that are younger than 25, you're still on the increase there. So that's kind of exciting. So the human brain, they say that, that men and women think differently, and I know that's true. And I love this picture of the, human, uh, the, the men and the women, the different types of brains. Men think real simply. A lot of our thought process, we think about one thing at a time. And there's a couple compartments inside the brain of a man that I think are just empty, and we just like to kind of just chill out. But women, if you notice, and I don't know who did this picture, but I love it, because women are connected every which way. Every box is connected to the other box, and they just, everything's tied together. But you know, God created us in an amazing way. Maybe that's why somebody wrote the book that men are from Mars, women are from Venus. So we, we do think on a different level, but I'm thankful that God created us that way because we need each other. And I'm just giving you my opinion 
I think the men need the women much more than the women need the, the guys. But anyway, just kind of an interesting picture here of the different kinds of brains. They say we have about 60,000 thoughts a, a day. That's about 2,500 thoughts an hour, about 41 thoughts per minute. And so your mind, when Paul talks about keeping your mind locked in on the things of God, it really is amazing how difficult it is sometimes to keep your focus on the things of God and how easy it is to get distracted to the things of this world. It's amazing, too, the Bible says God knows our every thought. If we have 60,000 thoughts a day and the Bible says God knows every one of our thoughts. I love it in Luke chapter 5 when Jesus knew their thoughts, he responded to them. Isn't it kind of interesting? He responded to what they were thinking because he knew their thoughts. And so God knows what we're thinking. I love how Paul in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5 he says, take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. Take every thought captive. You say, how serious is our thought life? It's so serious, and, and, and our mind has a way of directing where we go in life. Paul says, you literally got to take every thought captive and find out if that's coming from God or if that's coming from the enemy. So your thought life is so, so important. And so here we have a picture, and as a believer, every day you get up, your mind is either going to be on the things of the Spirit, or it's going to be the things of the flesh. And my opinion is, I think there's like a little switch I put up there for illustration purposes. I don't think when we get up, we automatically think about the Spirit. I think as humans, being in these earth suits, our mind defaults to the things of this world. I think we have to flip a switch. We have to intentionally set our mind on the things of God. And so over on the spirit side are all the things that Paul mentioned, being just, noble, pure, praiseworthy, lovely, true. And so every day we get up, we have to choose to turn our mind on the things of God. And that's what Colossians 3 and Romans 8, these other scriptures I have on the bottom of the screen, they literally say, set your mind on the things of God. And so I just want to challenge you that as you get up every day, and again, those 60,000 thoughts begin to happen, sometimes before we even get out of bed, our mind begins to work. You have to literally choose to set your mind on the things of God because it is so important. So again, we don't worry about anything. We pray about everything. The peace of God will guard us. But as we move forward, we've got to learn to put our mind on the things of God. It's so, so vitally important. I love this picture here. and To me, this kind of illustrates how important the mind is. And again, I'm kind of amazed as a city boy growing up in the city, but coming out to, uh, we used to go out to Lost Valley out uh, north of Gerald there, and we used to see people out on the lake, and they'd be out in little uh, sailboats, and they'd be out on surf sails. And no matter which way the wind was blowing, the people that knew what they were doing could set the sail, and literally that boat could go in any direction. And I believe your mind literally is the same way. You know, we're all living under the same stressful conditions out here. What makes the difference between the Christian that gets up and he lives life and abundantly, he lives life in a positive way, he's rejoicing in the Lord, experiencing the peace of God, and maybe somebody living right in the same house, maybe somebody right next to him, is literally stressed out day after day after day. You say, what's the difference? I believe it's the mind. And if we set our mind on the things of God, no matter how the storms and the winds blow out here, I literally believe nothing can keep you from doing the will of God. Your mind determines the direction of your life like the sail determines the direction of a sailboat out on a, on a windy day out on the lake. And so I want to challenge you to think about your mind, the thoughts that you allow in your mind. And again, you have to intentionally set your mind on the things of God. I love how Paul says here in 2 Corinthians 11, let's read it together. But I fear, at least somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, 
so your minds might be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Paul was afraid that Satan would get in with his craftiness and corrupt their mind. I just want you to know if Satan can get your mind, if he can get you stressed out in your mind and your thought life, he literally has you pretty much destroyed in life. Even though you're on your way to heaven as a born-again believer, it's possible to live every day completely stressed out. Your mind is so, so vitally important on the direction of your life. Maybe that's why Paul said we've got to take every thought captive. Do not just take every thought that comes into your mind, but really filter it through and make sure that it matches up with God's Word. And so I have a picture here, again, to kind of illustrate. I think that as our mind goes, so we go. We kind of follow the direction of our mind. Again, the illustration of the sailboat, same thing. Our mind determines our direction in life. Ralph Waldo Emerson said this, Sow a thought and you reap an action. Sow an act and you reap a habit. Sow a habit and you reap a character. Sow a character and you reap a destiny. And in essence, I think what he's saying the same thing is that as your mind goes, ultimately your life will follow that direction. So I want to challenge you as Paul again says, think on these things. Keep your mind focused. Meditate on the things that are true and right. And then he goes on to say this, the last verse we're going to look at this morning. The things which you have learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. You know, the truth is, as he was saying to the believers here, what we think about really determines our lifestyle. And so he challenges them by saying... For them to look at his life because I think he was someone that knew how to set his mind on the things of God and he makes this incredible statement. Can you imagine saying to other believers this statement? The things that you've learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do and the God of peace will be with you. Paul lived out the Christian life to such a degree that he could tell these other believers, I want you to imitate me as I am imitating Christ. The reason Paul could live it out, because he knew how to set his mind on the things of God. I just want to encourage you this morning, as we take a moment to pray, and maybe you're, you're listening, and right where you are, you know that even as a believer, you are just way too stressed out. And if you're really being honest and talking to a, a pastor just last week and talking about how stressed they were, it's amazing. Even as a pastor, we literally can be stressed out during these days. Your mind is so vitally important to meditate on the things of God. Allow God's word to be what you meditate on. And so I want to take a moment and just pray. And again, maybe you're listening today, and if you were to really be honest, you're having a struggle in your mind, keeping your mind on the things of God, and you're allowing yourself really to be filled with a lot of negativity. And it's easy to do. It's really easy for Satan to get in and do that. But you have to set your mind. You have to make a determination by your will that you're going to set your mind on the things of God. What a gift that would be to be able to, to navigate through these days and just to experience the peace and the presence of God and to be able to live out the Christian life. And the only way we can live it out if our mind is meditating on the things of God. Again, as our mind goes, so our life goes. That's why I think Paul's encouraging. Let's pray together. Maybe you're listening today for the very first time. Maybe you know in your heart you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Maybe you feel a tug in your heart, and right where you are, you just want to take a minute and acknowledge that Jesus died for you on the cross. He died for your sin. And right where you are, you can ask God to forgive you and to come into your life, and I believe He will honor that. If you're listening as a believer, I just want to pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for my brothers and sisters who are listening. I pray that if they're struggling, if they're battling, Lord, in their mind, they know that they're feeling discouraged, depressed, they're getting kind of down and out. I just pray for the grace every day that you would give us the strength to set our mind 
on the things of you. That we would begin to meditate on your word. We would begin to allow your word and the things of the spirit to fill our life. Lord, I speak peace and blessing and health. Father, I just pray that your spirit would just fill each believer that's listening to these words. May our life never be the same as we begin to meditate day and night in your word and to begin to live out the Christian life for all to see the glory and the hope that we have in you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you guys. God bless you.